back to the Crossover Podcast. Sure, you get comics, pop culture, and sports. So get ready for sports as we are talking baseball. Uh, finishing off our uh, season projection totals. Uh, this time with the American League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. And joining me today is Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? Doing great. Ready to talk some baseball. Heck yeah. Before we do get into the AL, we got to talk a little bit about the, the what happened in the World Baseball Classic yesterday. Because that was... So- some kind of awesome that uh, Japan. Uh, I, I mean, I've always liked the World Baseball Classic. I, I, I go back to I, I was in Japan in 2009 visiting a friend of mine when Japan won the very first one against Korea. When Yu Darvish was like the hot Japanese prospect that we hadn't seen uh, come over to America yet. So that that was really cool. And then man, that 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 Trout Otani moment last night was was something else, right? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was really awesome, and it's uh, here's the thing about that tournament is mm-hmm. I understand the, the the people that say oh we can't have this because sometimes players get hurt at it that's that's stupid players get hurt in spring training players get hurt you know running their own households like unless mm-hmm. you're gonna these guys in carbonite between ball games they may get yeah. hurt from time to time guys get drunk and hurt themselves and then make up fake reasons for how they actually got hurt that's happened. Numerous all times in all yep. across all four sports. Right? <laughs> like... Yep. But here's the thing: uh, I understand the people who say, "Hey, the time of year that this is, uh, because it's spring training and guys are just ramping up, is not conducive to a true best-on-best tournament." And I think that a good example of that is Team Canada starting a 19-year-old pitcher against that loaded lineup of Americans. Like mm. we're talking about, like you know, several Hall of Famers deep and just getting absolutely shelled. And I felt bad for Mitch Brapp, but at the same time, what else did we expect? So yeah. I, I, I get it, like, the, the, that concern people have at the tournament, but do the players care? Yes. Are there fans who care? Yes. Is this important baseball? Yes. Um, and and I, I'd much rather watch that than a spring training game, and those are the choices. So, yeah, let's keep having the World Baseball Classic, even though... Uh, the time of year is not perfect. There's no better time of year. No. We're not going to have a situation where the Major League Baseball Players Association, Major League Baseball, Japanese Baseball, Korean Baseball, all the leagues that are involved here, we're never going to have a situation where there's a time other than when it is that they all agree this is okay with us. That's never going to happen. So if that's the case, this is the best we're going to do, so let's just keep doing it. Yeah, I just I can't and I can't stand the old man yells at cloud takes that people have about the like uh it's just the uh the whole like oh nobody cares about this tournament and obviously you know Keith Olbermann got uh uh dragged through the uh uh he he got dragged through the uh <laughs> for for his comment about like of course he was really vulgar with it with the whole uh you know like wherever the grandma's got laid tweet or whatever the yeah, that was that incredible. Said, right? Yeah, just just all kinds of dumb. Um, it, it it was it, that, that that was something. Else. But like, yeah, and just the guys who just are the old man yells at clouds, and I'm just like, you're watching. Like, it was tr- again. It, it, this was best case scenario for it to end, where it was it was Trout and Otani on the mound for nothing other than the like the love of the effing game, like the movies, like the movie title is right. Like it was the love of the game. They were just out there being like, we got our countries on. And I would say that the only part of the world baseball classic that was disgraceful was the Jersey output. <laughs> that was yes, like, that... Jerseys, the jerseys were like worse than what you would see in like, yeah. so my son is going to be 
T-ball this year. Mm-hmm. The Great Britain jerseys may be worse than what my son has for T-ball. Yeah, and I don't my know. Son is, my son's about to be four. Yeah, I don't know what was. Yeah, I don't know what was it. Great Britain obviously was the worst. Canada's weren't great either. They had the weird pants with the stripe that went down. Uh, yeah, Great Britain literally just wrote Great Britain on a on a in like aerial font, and we're like, we're good. Uh, Japan's were still great. The states were still good. Uh, but but yeah, it's just so yeah. It, it, it was it was a great tournament. There was a lot of good stuff. And sure, some teams were getting shelled, and like you know, and we got a few people up here because we're Canadian, right? Like. Um, talking about how I, you know, I don't want to watch it because Canada just gets shelled. And Canada, I guess, was like the second or third team to like mercy a team and then get mercyed the next game and uh, in this tournament, which is hilarious. But it's also like, well, yeah, it's it's fun to see our team get wins and, and struggle against some of the good teams. Now we know it feels a little bit like when uh, we're, you know, when the world juniors come come to town, right? Where it's like, this, this is what the other yeah, countries feel like at the world juniors, right? Yeah, that's what I say when people say, oh, no, I feel bad for, you know, con- can- country that Canada pumped uh, 14 or nothing. And, and just to take a, a famous example of that, France, okay? Yeah. Canada pumps France 14 or 15 or nothing at the World Junior. Uh, back when Canada was bad at soccer, which isn't the case anymore, but for a long time it was, if uh, France pumped us 15 to nothing yeah. at some tournament, or the Olympics or whatever, never the World Cup because Canada would never make it, I, my reaction would be, that's just, you know, that's part of the deal. Like, you know... They've got better players, and we're just going to have to live with that. Sorry. So, yeah. The uh, it, it, so it's just you have to live with those beatings sometimes. If you're not the team that's that, that's deep in talent, the United States obviously is deeper in baseball talent. I really do believe that a true best on best, Canada could hold their own mm-hmm. uh, with these other nations. But the issue is the the depth they lack is a real problem. And if a couple of pitchers say eh, I'm not going to go to that this year, then you're in a real bad way. Yeah, sure is. Uh, anyway, the World Baseball Classic's awesome, and if you don't think so, then I don't. You're you're probably just not. Uh, you're you're probably without joy, is what I will say. Uh, all right, moving on to American League win totals. Uh, as always, because we are a Canadian podcast, we will save the AL East and a specific team for last. So let's go ahead and start with the American League Central, and right off the hop, a team that I love. Not because they're going to be great, Craig, but because they're going to be unbelievably terrible this year. This is one of my big bets. Uh, the Detroit Tigers currently sitting at 69.5 wins. Uh, Zips has their uh, projection total at 66 and a half, Sorry, at 66, coming three games under their proje- uh, projected total. But, uh, you know, unfortunately that's not written in stone. Otherwise, I would love it. But uh, the Detroit Tigers under... Uh, 69 and a half is one of my favorite, uh, is, is just absolutely one of my favorite, uh, bets of this year. This, this, uh, rotation is a tragic, tragic mess and the lineup isn't much better. <laughs> what say you on the Detroit Tigers, Greg? Yeah, I think this is the second worst roster in the American League next to the A's. Is that fair to say? It's pretty bad. Like, Michael Lorenzen uh, was, like, one of their big free agent signings, and he was the, not fifth, but sixth man in the A's rotation because the A's run yeah. that uh, run, the A's run that weird six-man rotation because of Otani, and Lorenzen's going to be, like, third, uh, second no, or no, third. Angel, no, 
Oh, oh, you, you, you meant angels, not A's, just to be. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I said A's. I meant angels, right? Yeah, they were they were on the sixth. Yeah, he sorry, he played for the uh, the Angels six man rotation because Votani, but he's gonna be like their third best pitcher <laughs> this year, right? Like it's it's. Ooh, ooh, boy! It, it is, it is, it is a frightening prospect. I love the Tigers under uh, 69 and, and a half games. I don't, I, it, they finish the season mid 60s to me for sure, and I don't think they come close to cracking 70. Yeah, I, uh, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, I just like, what about this team is better than the previous version of the Tigers? Like, oh, we'll have Torkelson for longer, maybe Riley Greenblatt. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, and some people like Matt Veerling, and he's the guy that came over in the the, the trade from the Phillies for Soto in the off season. And okay, you, you can you know maybe talk me into that a little bit, but there's it's just it's it's not they're not going to score runs and they're not going to prevent runs. That's a bad combination. No, and they're they're going to be a great first five inning team, I think, uh, to gamble on as well. Like there there's going to be a lot of opportunities for for overs on them in the first five innings. I think for. Uh, as far as gambling purposes. Yeah. So not much to say on the Detroit Tigers other than bet they're under. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be fading them in, in a lot of first five inning bets uh, this season. Uh, next up, the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, over under total 65 and a half. Sorry, 65 and a half. I was reading the wrong line. Cleveland Guardians are 86 and a half, which makes more sense because they're actually. There you go. I was, yeah. I was ready to take yeah. the over on the 65. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would have taken the over for sure. They would have been laying some heavy juice, I would assume, though. Uh, Zips has them projected at 92 wins. Uh, this is a this is a really good this is a really good lineup. Um, the, this team is also uh, they're 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 built for the regular season. I like them at the 86 and a half, though. Um, yeah, love their over. Love their over. This is a, this is a 91 team. They're weirdly. Uh, if you listen to our NL podcast, I talked about how the um, the Philadelphia Phillies, Craig, if you'll remember, are built for the playoffs and not for the regular season, which is why I like their under. And all the all the all the uh, Phillies have to do is is grind enough wins to get into the playoffs. Uh, the the Guardians are the opposite of that. They're built for the regular season, and then when they get to the to the playoffs, they just kind of don't have the star power that gets you over the top uh, in the lineup. But I I absolutely love uh, I, I absolutely love the Cleveland Guardians uh, lineup. Their uh, uh, rotation is pretty much the exact same as it was last year, and it was great last year. Uh, they nearly had two 200 strikeout guys. I think they're gonna they're gonna have two guys that push 200 strikeouts again. Loving this rotation. Uh, love the lineup. Easy, easy over bet on the 86 and a half for me with the Guardians. What say you? Uh, yeah, someone is gonna win the American League Central. Yeah, right. Someone is going to win the American League Central, and they're probably gonna have more than 87 wins. You would suspect. Mm-hmm. So as we look through the American League Central, we've already discussed the Tigers. It ain't gonna be them. I don't think it's going to be Kansas City. Uh, I do not believe it is like so. It comes down to Minnesota, Chicago, or the Guardians. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think I like the Guardians the most out of those three teams. I think I do too, we'll, and I think you'll be surprised we'll who I like who the I second like, most. We'll I like right around the same as them in a minute, but I think I like the Guardians the most out of those three teams. Mm-hmm. I, 
wonder if I wonder if you and I will have the uh, have the same team. But uh, yeah, so we're both we're both saying the uh, the over for the Guardians. I don't think the Guardians. I, I looked at it earlier. Their their division total numbers are not great. But um, if you feel like maybe you don't want to take on the eighty six, because I just like the eighty six and a half better than the division uh, odds, because I think they're a little more stable for what we're trying. What's to What's the division here. paying? Uh, oh God, I would have What's to. What's the division? The division paying. You have to give me a second here. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk while you look at that. But uh, my yeah. thought process would be, like I said, someone is going to win this division, mm-hmm. and they will likely have more than eighty-seven wins to get there. So if the division's not paying a lot extra, I would go with the total as well, just from the perspective of if you think the Guardians are going to be good enough to win the AL Central, they're going to be good enough to hit the over. Uh, but I want to see what the Guardians pay. I suspect they're the favorite in the division. That said, uh, well, spoiler, the team who I think is right around where they are is the Twins. And yes. maybe maybe we see the Twins get right up there with them. Perhaps they both surpass 87 wins. But I think if you just like them to win the division, just, you know, don't be greedy. Take them to hit your their over and, and move along. Yeah, the Guardians is plus 130, so less than one and yeah, a half. Yeah, so that's just take them to win the, to win the 87 yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just take your minus one ten on the eighty-seven and and yeah. uh, and and beyond. So uh, now that we've uh, spoiled our little thing, it sounds like you and I both like the Minnesota Twins uh, this season. Eighty-three and a half is their projection to, uh, projections. Love, love, love the over for this team. Love. I agree. This rotation is, to me is moi. I love the uh, the rotation for the Minnesota Twins. And so you got Lopez, Maley, Ryan, Sonny Gray, Kenta Maeda. Like, obviously, yeah. some of those guys are injury concerns, but they've got mm-hmm. a little bit of depth as far as guys may be able to start if there are injury problems. And the lineup yeah. looks good. Like, yeah. I get it. In injury problems. I love Byron Buxton. Yeah. I mean, he's great. Mm-hmm. On a per-inning basis, he's one of the best players in the world. The question, The problem is there typically aren't that many innings. Uh, but they've gone out and done some things to the lineup that I think are going to help. Like, you go out and you add... Joey Gallo, which again is a player with some holes in his game. I, I I wouldn't dispute that, but he's got some strengths in his game as well. Um, and then you look at some of the other guys, and they go at Christian Vasquez. They had some problems at catcher this past season when it came to, you know, defense and the ability to you know call a game and things along those lines. And the, the Sanchez era, uh, that is not going to be a problem with Christian Vasquez behind the plate. So I think that they've improved themselves in a few spots where they were weak last season. Obviously, when you get Pablo Lopez at the top of the rotation, that helps. They will uh, miss Luis Arias, uh, Arias rather, but um, I, I, I think that they'll still find a way to score enough runs. The question is going to be, there are some guys who have some injuries on this team and have a history of injuries on this team, and you're going to be hoping them to stay healthy. But I'd love them to hit more than, uh, than 84 wins, that's for sure. Yeah, and I like their, uh, I, I like their, them I do like, because they're getting 220, they're getting plus 225 to win the division, and that is yeah, not, yeah, that's a conversation, yeah, that's not at all the realm of possibility for me uh, uh, at all, I, 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 I really like this Minnesota Twins team, um, Zips has them finishing third in the division, uh, at 78 wins, uh, and finishing below 500, and I think that's flat, I, I'm gonna just disagree with, um, them right there. I think this team's going to be much better. Maybe they're taking into account the injury history, 
but I'm, I'm which you know I am factoring in as well. I just think this team is better, is flat out better than the White Sox, and I don't like what the White Sox did in the offseason other than ditch their man the their previous manager. Um, now, to be mm-hmm. clear, yeah, I think that's help. <laughs> yeah, I do, but is it going to be like? I mean, maybe it is. Maybe maybe Larusso is so bad that he's like worth 15 wins just by virtue of not yeah. being there. But that's the type of like flip that we're talking about. We're talking like 15 to 20 win flip, which is just really difficult the, to do in baseball. They're still planning on giving a significant amount of a bath to Elvis Andres, which is probably yeah. not what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, your major league baseball team and they've got some other guys who you just look at it and think to yourself like, like you just don't know what you're going to get from some of the spots they've got on the roster you don't yeah. know what's going to happen so and they're also a team that can buy at the deadline though they've got uh yeah the, yeah this is the type of team that if they're there they're going to buy at the deadline so that's something uh something you can get after um next up the kansas city royals who are projected by zips to have 65 wins and finish dead last in the division i think that that is wrong as well because i like this team i agree way way better than i like the detroit tigers Tigers. and here's what i'll say here's what i'll say the uh kansas city royals have the exact same win total projections at 69 and a half as the tigers the tigers i have is a lock under and the Kansas City Royals, I am officially locking them in as an absolute stay away from me, Craig, because I think this team could win 70 games, but I don't necessarily want to go after that because um, I stare at that rotation and I go, Ugh. <laughs> that's uh, not necessarily what you want. But man, have they got some good young guys like Bobby Witt Jr. was was freaking glorious last year. 30-30 is a freaking or 30 steals as a, as a rookie. Yes, please. Uh Absolutely, absolutely. Love. I, I just, I love this. I love this. Uh, they're, they're coming back with the exact same lineup they pretty much had last year. Uh, one, one year older, one year wiser. It's just they got to figure out their pitching prospects. Here's, I do love their bullpen, though. Uh, say about the, the one year, one year wiser thing, because I think this is yeah. an under for me as well. Yeah. What I'll say about that is, other than Wit, mm-hmm. who is a plus plus player? Yeah. Like, I mean. Perez is still is he still plus plus or is he getting a little long in the tooth to be plus plus? Yeah, like that, yeah. and I, I I agree with that generally, but like if you look at some of the rest of the other guys on the roster that oh yeah we're, they're expecting like him to be a year older a little like some of these guys I think we know at this point in our lives are not necessarily mm-hmm. above average leaguers right? Mm-hmm. Other than Wick, I think is probably going to be a star, uh, yeah. not even probably. He, I think he's a star now and he could be a superstar. Um, so I I, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of leaning under there just because I think that the other three teams in this division are going to hit their over um, that we have other than Detroit. Um, yeah. I, I think it's an under for me just because I, and, and the rotation is going to be bad enough that yeah. you think to yourself, what, what, are, what are we really doing here? So, yeah, what, like uh, knife to my ribs, I would definitely say under on 69 and a half just because you stare at that rotation and you're like, Huh, Zach Greinke in 2023, eh? <laughs> is your like is yeah. your is your number one guy? Eh, I don't know. If he's like uh, uh, so, so that Singer and and, and Singer, I, I mm-hmm. would suspect better than Greinke this season, but we'll yes. have to wait and and just yeah. There's there's too many there's too many ifs there's too many ifs and they've they've got some yeah. good pros, prospects and, and 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 there's there's brighter years to come for Royals oh, fans. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think we're there yet. 
No, no, no. They're, they're, but I do like them. Like The reason, I, it's just because maybe I'm getting thrown off by the fact that they have the exact same projection as the Tigers at, at the 69.5, and, and I'm just like, yeah, the Royals could crack 70. But, yeah. They're, they're I just think lousy. Yeah, and, and the bullpen is, yeah, anytime you're, you're if you're, you know, you can give up and you can sign Araldus Chapman like we've all contemplated in our darkest <laughs> hours. But, like, I mean, other than once you get past Barlow, there it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. slippery in that in that bullpen for sure. Uh, yeah, but I I just I man they're they're pretty plucky though. I think they're gonna surprise some people and and I could see them. And like what, what are we talking about here to hit the over? We're talking about seventy to seventy one wins. That's still like twelve that's games below five hundred, right? Yeah, that's still yeah. They're still bad. Yeah, I I I just they're they're like obviously you would rather be. Uh, a Royal. I think you're going to have more fun if you're a Royals fan watching your team play than a Tigers fan uh, based on these two divisions. That's just it. Well, I I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. I just think the Royals have more interesting players, but I, you're, yeah. you're right. For but sure. I, For sure. Yeah, they're just both not very good baseball teams. No, no, no. Not at all. All right. Uh, last uh, and potentially least in this division, but probably more mid in this division, uh, is the Chicago White Sox, who badly underperformed last year. Uh, we're projected to do all sorts of division winnings and pennant winnings and didn't do any of that. And we're hamstrung a little bit by injuries, but also by just extremely poor management that we brought up earlier. And there's no need to uh, bury the dead. Um, but uh, the win total for the Chicago White Sox is 82 and a half. Uh, I'm going under, Craig. I think this is a 500 team. Uh, Zips yeah, has them, right project- there, eh? yeah, Zips I, I, has I, them I, projected I, as 81 and 81. I, I think I, this is a 500 baseball team. You know, you lose Rondon. Like, that's that's bad. Yeah. Well, he, he was a San Francisco last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, so, they they didn't have him last year. And they or were not, not Rondon. Not uh, Rondon. But you go sorry. Get Benintendi. You, yeah. go, you go out, get Benintendi. That, mm-hmm. that 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 helps. They'll solidify a spot that was a disaster for them. That's, That's true. Yeah, that is a good signing. But I I just don't know. Like, what what are we getting out of Eloy Jimenez at this point in our lives? What are we getting out of Yohan Moncada at this point in our lives? It's just it's it's inconsistent to say the least. We, yeah, we've all picked up Yohan Moncada in our it. fantasy league, right? And been like, hey, the stolen bases. When are they coming? And then yeah, they don't. Uh, this is a stay away from me. But I lean towards the over. The over, interesting. It, okay. Very slightly over. It's, mm. it, but I, I'm not doing. So you think in mid 80s for this uh, for this White Sox team? Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking like or somewhere in there. I do love that one, two, three that they have though of Anderson, Robert, and uh, Benintendi. Sure. That is that is. I think they'll be able to score a few runs. And the lineups, and the, the rotation. Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito. That's the, yeah. That's, that's, I had to start off. Clevenger was but, kind of uh, smoke and mirrors last year. I don't I, like. He he looks like he's on the downswing to me. So, but you know, yeah. if you got Clevenger as your Plus, fourth guy, you could do worse, yeah. right? Like, uh, well, the, the 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 allegations of domestic abuse spreading Clevenger, obviously, also uh, terrible. Major, yeah. Well, something yeah. Major League Baseball didn't seem particularly interested in though, which is awkward. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's still. Part of it, I, yeah, it's 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 over for me. It's over oh, just because I think that they'll they'll be able to pitch just well enough, and the top lineup will be just good enough. That they'll be able to win some ball games. 
But that's right. I'm not loving it. I they're going to be right around 500 one way or the other. All right, so you and I are split on the Chicago uh, White Sox this one. All right, I like that. All right, moving on to the AL West and starting off with the Oakland Athletics. The Oakland Athletics scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down. Uh, they are at 60 and a half wins for their over total. Holy God, this is a, a pretty gross-looking lineup. I can't believe that there were three baseball teams that were hovering around 59.5 and 60 wins. Um, the only thing that hesitate, I hesitate with this one is you give an A's team that only needs to win 61 games in their weird ballpark and their way to just kind of overturn their roster like they've done, but it does kind of seem like the Moneyball days are kind of catching up to the... Uh, well, the rest of the league is caught up from a statistical analyst perspective. Yeah, and that that's that's certainly a factor. But, you know, they, they still do the thing where they're like, hey, let's find this pitcher who's been junk on every other Major League Baseball team and, you know, turn him into something awesome and that, or, or at least something mediocre. And, you know, they, you know, they got some stuff. We don't, we don't know, like, maybe... Uh, they got the cool Japanese pitcher. We'll see what they, we'll see what happens with that Fujinami. And uh, but man, the road, you know, like Ramon Laureano hitting in the second spot. Ugh, <laughs> like not what you want. No, uh, especially yeah. It's it's it is not great at sixty and a half though. You got to go over. The number's too low, man. It's too low for this team that just weirdly has this pinch on for grinding. They could, they could lose stuff. There's a way that they, they have to thread a particular needle. But there's a universe in which they lose 100 ball games and you don't win that bet. Yeah. They could go 61 and 101 and you don't hit your over and they lose 100 and they're, you're under rather and you don't and they win lose 100 ball games. Like, if that's possible, you've got to be real sure the team is bad. Yeah. Because they could yeah. be awful. Like, uh, 61 and 101, and you still lose. And that is a very bad baseball team. Yeah. So, uh, Zips has them projected I, I, at 60. I don't want to have to look at box scores and think to myself, gee, where, where are my 62 wins coming from? I don't want to have to think about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is a I don't whole like, and... the other night, Oh, man, they got swept by the Mariners again. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't want to think a, about it, but I'm not taking the under, tell you that much. No, it's a hold your nose and take the over. The number is it's just too low. It's just too low. You have to take the I, I, I know we we just like crapped on this. Uh this uh They this could lineup, be every bit as bad as we're saying they are, and you yeah. can still lose that. Yeah, and you could still you can still get over. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's like if, it, if, this like is a sixty sixty rule team for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Let's, yeah, let's just yeah. I, I'm I'm not doing anything with it, but don't take the under because I think that you're being too clever. No, yeah, it's 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 absolutely an, an over for me with the with Oakland Athletics, and I'll probably have a have some a hold my nose type of amount of units on uh, on on their over because it's it's the number's just too low, and they're not as bad as the other two teams that we talked about on the NL pod that are at around fifty fifty nine and a half and whatnot. Uh, all right, next up, the uh, defending World Series champions, the Houston Astros. Uh, Zips has them projected at 106 wins. My God in heaven. Uh, 95 and a half, uh, tied with the Dodgers for the uh, second biggest win total. They did have 106 wins last year. 
Um, uh, they lost uh, for a few weeks. They've lost for about a month or two. Uh, Jose Altuve, who is one of the guys who got hurt in set World Baseball Classic that we mentioned earlier, who was you know brought up in a few things. But I really don't think it's going to matter uh, for this team. That said, um, gambling-wise, I mean, you're just staring at... I mean, they bring in Jose Abreu as a free agent, for God's sake, who, who was already great at taking pitches before they added this pitch clock and whatnot, right? So it's not like he was one... He's not your prototypical bopper who's just, like, blindly swinging. He's great at taking pitches. You add him to this lineup that doesn't have Jose Altuve right now, who, who had a resurgent year last year. Um, I mean, their rotation is still out of this world they could have two 200 guy 200 strikeout guys in valdez and javier it, it, it it's really good that said i say all this i like their under i think i think this i think this division is going to be super competitive this year i like them uh it's going to be closer i like them to go under it's not my favorite though and what i would prefer to do with the houston astros craig as opposed to um, betting season-long uh, win totals or projects, win projections for this. I prefer to bet over on a lot of player props with this team. Sure. Yeah, that's 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 would be my advice. What's, if you the, what's the total against Astros? Uh, ninety-five and a half. So they got to get to ninety-six wins. It's it's the same thing with the Dodgers. Yeah, the Altuve injury, and then uh, like I I know they've got some good picks in this team. I understand mm-hmm. that. But the fact that Justin Verlander is not one of them, like, how are people feeling about that? I think we're, that's an under-discussed part of this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It's, I mean, I just Valdez and Javier look like they're ready to just – like, they're so good. They are so very, very good. And, um, yeah, you know, Garcia's decent. and Urquidy does stuff for them. I mean, Urquidy is prone to the odd blow-up, but – He's all right, but it's the same thing. Basically, we're gonna like I'm gonna give the same analysis that I did with the with the that we did with the Dodgers on our last podcast. You can pretty much just copy and paste it and just replace the team names. But it's uh, the 95 and a half. It's too high. It's too high for a baseball team. Sure, both those teams won 100 and plus games last year, but it's tough to repeat that. Um, they do have the depth, but it's 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 just tough to do and you're asking the team to win a lot of baseball games so if you're gonna bet a win total on this you're gonna bet the under but in lieu of doing that i would just rather bet player props with this team and and bet guys to to you know go over in home runs totals and rbi totals and whatnot that's that's my advice that's my advice for for what to do with the astros uh next up in the west is the seattle mariners a team that uh unfortunately uh, is responsible for the, I would say the worst loss in the history of the Toronto Blue Jays. Would you say, Craig? That that oh, yeah. to collapse. That, that's, yeah, I mean, didn't they have some weird collapse against the Royals or something in the eighties? In like eighty eight or just, something they, like that. They, they, the eighty five ALCS, they were up three yeah. one and lost. But there wasn't like a game where it's like, oh my god, how the hell did this happen? It was just three baseball games in a row that you lost, which is not good. Yeah. but. It, a singular game like that losing the LCS yeah. is worse than losing uh, the wild card series but singular yeah. game wise nothing compared no it's it's yeah easily the worst uh 87 and a half are their uh projections zips has them at 90 going going over i mean it's a damn good lineup 
it's a it's a it's a darn good lineup. It's it's got you got some power at the top of the order. They they trade for Hernandez from our Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, they trade for Colton Wong. They still have Rodriguez. Ty France, who was solid as hell. And it, like it's just a lineup of solid dudes with a little bit of pop. And then man, the rotation is is pretty darn good, even considering Robbie Robbie Ray kind of underperformed for them last year. I uh, I still like. You know Castillo and Gilbert, and, and I think Ray will, will be a little bit closer to what he was in uh, Toronto last year than, or two years ago than what he was in. I, I think the proof is somewhere in between for Robbie Ray from that Toronto season and last year's uh, Seattle season. Um, yeah, I like him, and the bullpen is also uh, uh, the bullpen's great. What I'll tell you, I'm worried about with them though, because I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the under. On the Seattle 87 and a half, Craig. I do like this. I do like this rotation. Okay. I do like this. Um, the bullpen, I'm worried about. I'm worried about bullpen regression with this team. And yeah. uh, no team in all of baseball is likely to be as hurt uh, defensively by not being allowed to shift anymore than this team. This team got a insane amount of outs last year from the shift, and I'm worried that that's going to hurt them. So I, I hurt by shift at... Plus bullpen regression for me uh, is going to equal under, but this t- on the on the uh, uh, yeah it's it's going to equal under on the eighty-seven and a half, but I still think they're going to be mid eighties and uh, win a uh, they're going to be in the playoffs again. What say you on the Seattle Mariners? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're I think they they, they got to be the second best team in the division, right? I think they're still better than Texas and and the Angels, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I'll begrudgingly take the over and like you know adding to Oscar Hernandez is nice. I needed some good. That'll help them. Um, I do wonder a little bit about just the depth of the lineup. And yeah. is, is this lineup as good as some like like there's going to be some weaker spots in this lineup. Like do we like the Angels lineup is probably going to be better than Seattle's. Like the, sure Seattle is. has much better. Pitch. This lineup falls off a cliff after Hernandez. I mean, uh, Jared uh, Kalenic uh, obviously had a bounce back year, uh, bounce back relative to meaning he's an actual Major League Baseball player uh, yeah. last year, but it, it, he's definitely a bottom uh, of the of the barrel guy. But like, yeah, once you get past Hernandez in this roster, it, it gets <laughs> it gets barren pretty fast. A lot of a lot of two ten guys. Yeah. Yeah, I I would be concerned about that from the Mariners' perspective, but uh, they will. They, I I think it's pretty easy to say they're going to outpitch the Angels. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 under on this on this Seattle team. I I think they're I don't know. I just I don't trust their bullpen to do what they did last year. I think that was a little bit of a of a fluke. Um, yeah, under for me on the Mariners. All right. The Los Angeles Angels of California, um, 82 and a half wins is their projection. Uh, Zips has them at 73. I'm going over on the Angels, Craig. I am. I am going to choose, and I know this is somewhat foolhardy. I'm going to choose um, to believe. Uh, they didn't have Rendon. For pretty much all of last year, I don't think Rendon's going to be like massive, but he's going to be better than what they were trotting out there last year. They trade for Hunter Renfro. 
who should be decent. Like, you add those two guys in the middle of the lineup, those are solid veteran bats in the middle of the lineup behind uh, Trout and Otani. And um, looks like Tyler Ward's going to be leading off for this team, which is smart. I, you know, they, they, they bring in Tyler Anderson, and I think that is going to make the rotation a little bit more solid for me. It's still strange. I don't know if they're going to do the six-man, but... They've got the greatest baseball player who's ever lived, Shohei Otani. they got a guy who's an even better hitter than him in Mike Trout. This has to do something eventually. This can't not be... This can't be a failure every year. It just effing can't. I'm going over on the Anaheim Angels, Craig, and I think they're going to be a wild card team. Please, for the love of God, we need this team uh, playing play. We need to see Trout and Otani playing playoff games. Please, 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 please. But it's, it's. I think it's going to happen. This, this is the year. Uh, having Trout and Otani on your team uh, is, is going to pay dividends. What say you on the Angels? Mm. I'm kind of right on the borderline for me. Oh, I just it's like, a good. It's a good number. I just like what. What reason do we have to trust this roster beyond the two megastars that are on it? I know. Like, I know. You know. Okay, we got Rendon coming back, but like, what do we even know what Rendon is anymore? That's true. Like, I, I think him and Renfro are going to be solid middle of the line veteran, middle of the pack veterans. I just, I, I think, I think they, I, I, I think they will. I just, I, I think they're going to provide enough, provided they stay healthy. I think they're going to provide enough that if this lineup can stay healthy, they can, they can win eighty-three games. Can they not? Am I insane to think they can win eighty-three games and go over? But It'd just like think about the spots, like catcher is probably going to be a zero offensively. Yeah, first Don't base is probably or Hop be, or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, first base is probably going to be not a lot offensively relative to first base. Mm-hmm. Shortstop is certainly going to be not a lot offensively. Second base is probably not going to be very much offensively. We'll see what Rendon does at third. I know this, this team. This team should trade for Joey Votto. Like I know they've, they're already packed with too many old guys, but if they get close and like Votto's available, this is a team that should trade for Votto. I know Votto's like I'm only being a red. I know Votto earlier in the week or whatever said I'm only being a red for. I'm only going to retire red unless I can go play for Toronto because of the Canadian connection there. But man, it, like Joey, <laughs> like go play first base for this team and be in the lineup with Trout and Otani for half a season. Doesn't that sound like fun for everybody involved? Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, That's sort of a pipe dream thing that I'm coming up with, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, and hey, you know what? You can find first baseman. You know, yeah, you can find first true. baseman. But I look at the nine lineup spots and I see that DH is going to be plus, center field is going to be plus. We'll see about third base, right field, okay with with Renfro, fine. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. I could see that being a problem. And I just don't know how well they're going to pitch when, like, the non-megastar is out there. Like, they've got Otani. That's 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 a good start for your yeah. – and Sandoval's fine. And yeah, I, I was going to say, I do like Sandoval, but, yeah. About, yeah. About that. And Tyler Anderson's a solid middle guy, but once you get past the three, you're just throwing darts with, yeah. like, Suarez yeah. and Detmer and – and we'll see what the we'll see what the bullpen looks like. I do like that they have a closer named Carlos Estevez. That's uh, yes. That's giving me uh, major league vibes. But uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, sure is, sure is. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I like the over. Sounds like you're leaning more towards the the under on on the Angels. I'm, I mean, Z- I'm Zips is with they're, you. They're yeah, right well under. Yeah, yeah. They're... Oh, I just I it I it's it like, can't fail what forever. If one it of, just can't. If one of the two stars gets hurt. Oh yeah, well then you're boned. But like you, you know, that's a that's a ifs and buts scenario, right? Like you can't. Sure, sure. All I'm saying is that they're they're more dependent on those two guys. Oh, if Otani, if Otani, Otani more than Trout, obviously. If Otani yeah. gets hurt, this team is is border. Yeah, this team will be. I a just think they're more dependent team. on. Yeah. yeah. Well, to borrow they're, they're a phrase from a different store, uh, different yes. sport. Yeah. They're more dependent on those two guys than any other team is on any other two guys mm-hmm. as far as their chance to be good. Other teams, like, okay, if this guy gets – like, oh, maybe the Yankees the judge is the other one just because the, the non-judge portion doesn't look very good. But no. yeah. yeah. It is going to be silly. All right. Uh, let's bring up uh, everybody's favorite team, uh, especially in uh, – <laughs> especially around here. Um the Texas Rangers, 82 and a half wins for the Texas Rangers. Um, last year they won, uh, oh boy, uh, 68 wins. So they're they're projecting a big jump up from the Texas Rangers. Uh, I have them well below their under for this one. No idea why uh, the Texas Rangers are projected to 82 and a half wins. Uh, I understand they got. Uh, Potentially the greatest pitcher in baseball right now, Jacob DeGrom. But he's already experiencing forearm tightness, which uh, that's not a good sign, especially for a guy who's had injury history. But And then once you get past DeGrom, it's Perez, John Gray, and Nate Eovaldi. Like, that, that's a bad rotation outside of Jacob DeGrom. Um, and, man, the lineup isn't exactly the sexiest either. Like, I, th- th- this is I'm, – I'm, I'm – way under for the Rangers, but I do think they're going to be a good day-to-day play uh, based on who's starting for them. Uh, yeah, I'm under on the Rangers as well. Um, yeah. So invested a lot in their middle infield, obviously, a massive amount of yeah. money. That's fine, but you look at some of the other positions and you're just not sure how great things are going to be. Like, And they got yeah. Josh Young, and that's great. And and, and they, they obviously expect him to, to be an even better hitter this year than he was last year, and that's fine. But you look at the outfield, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, the the, the three starting outfielders are Robbie Grossman, Leody Tavares, and Adelise Garcia. Yeah. That's not. Well, I do what? think I do think Bubba, Bubba Thompson at some point is going to factor in into that. But like, okay, but Bubba's a speed guy, right? He's not a. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. don't know how much. Uh, you know, it's fun to steal base and whatnot. And that's great. Yeah, uh, the rotation. Okay. Here's the thing with the Degrom contract, which is obviously yeah. very expensive. Yes. There's a man who owns a baseball team in Queens named Steve Cohen. Yes. And this man spent exorbitant amounts on improving his baseball team. If you were available, he wanted you. Yeah. Yeah, And and like even, even huge amounts of money on a player such as Carlos Correa didn't even wind up being on the team, which we didn't really mention that much in the Minnesota conversation, but that's another here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, when Jacob DeGrom got this offer from the Texas Rangers, I don't know if he went back to the Mets and said, you got to beat this. But when there's a guy who is just throwing cash away, like he's a Leonardo DiCaprio gift from Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And Terrible one of movie, his better players, yeah, one of his better players is a free agent 
and you significantly outbid that guy, that may not be a contract that ages well. You know? No. Like, this is a guy who's throwing money all over the place, and he said, well, too rich for my blood. Mm-hmm. That's maybe not what you want to be doing. Yeah, and, and he wanted Carlos Correa, who's, just, you know, m- maybe more injury-prone than DeGrom. I, that's not true. Yeah. DeGrom's more injury-prone than Correa, but you see where I'm going with this. There are, uh, there are two major league staffs canceled agreements with Carlos Correa because of injury concerns. Two. Yeah. That's a fact. And, hey, maybe the Twins wind up being right. I hope for everyone's sake they do wind up being right. Yeah, it's better for right. baseball if they are. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Uh, it's a big a big bet. Yeah, I just and this is this is a D minus pitching rotation once you get past Degrom. D minus. We've yeah. all been there with Martin we'll Perez in fantasy. Crap. We've all been there with Martin Perez in fantasy where you pick him up and you say maybe, and then it just never happens. So like it it yeah it, it's a lot of like of like plus four ERA guys once you get past Degrom. It's 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 a wasteland. And that's assuming DeGrom's going to pitch, uh, you know, 200 innings or whatever this year, right? Uh, yeah, so uh, you and I are well under on the Rangers. But I do think they're going to be a good day-to-day play uh, based on, on certain matchups and whatnot. They're more they're, – they're, they're, uh, the same way I'm, I'm betting uh, player props with the Astros, I think I'm going to be betting the Texas Rangers on – uh, a, a game-to-game basis, which will be scary, but it, it's boring, but it's my life. Uh, all right. The American League East, uh, the one everybody who listens to this podcast is waiting for us to talk to, but we're going to we're gonna hold off on our, our beloved Toronto Blue Jays. First up, let's talk about the Boston Red Sox. 78 and a half wins. They finished with 78 wins last year. Um, been a, it was a terrible season last year where they finished dead last in the best division in baseball. They haven't. They, they, they've, they've got no. Um, it's, it's, it's nothing but bad vibes. I think coming into this year, some of that has to do with the fact that um, you know, it, some of that has to do with the city that they're in, with uh, Boston and, and the, the, the the Bruins right now putting up a, a gigantic thing, and the Celtics, despite Celtics their coaching problems, there. Yeah, so despite their recent like coaching struggles and whatnot, are you know one of the top five teams in the league and could potentially they got a, they got two titles potentially and then this team which uh, lost uh, a few of their fan favorite guys out of the rotation and or sorry out of the lineup and uh, are kind of going into uh, this season hoping that uh, Corey Kluber and Chris Sale can find it once again. This rotation is ass it is there's no other way to say it it is bad you're hoping Corey Kluber who was washed up two years ago um and it, you know if if you're a guy if, if you're hoping for a bounce back from Corey Kluber but the Tampa Bay Rays let Corey Kluber go yeah and didn't want his bounce back what's me what makes you think that you can yeah, that's that's so bad. I mean, and it looks like Tr- I mean, the best thing about this is if you're if you're a Red Sox fan, you get to watch uh, Tristan. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Is it is it uh, I don't know Tristan Casas or Sasas? I don't know. Yeah, either way, that that kid could. Yeah. You're watching that. That's your big like. Let's see what this kid can do because he's coming up and he might be leading off for this team for God's sake. Uh, under. Under, under, under on uh, the Red Sox total. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 
feel the same way. Uh, they're going to finish last in this division. Yes. I think that's very clear. Uh, the lineup lacks depth. Like, okay, well, great. We went out and go get Justin Turner and you know, like, Trevor Story. We still don't think – I don't think he's going to play very much, obviously. He's on the 60-day okay. injured list with that okay. elbow injury. Um, they purchased Yoshida, <laughs> who I think that, – yeah. that'll be fun to see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- th- now, there are some scouts that are skeptical as far as his skill translating to, uh, to Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what kind of hitter he is. They think he's going to be more of an on-base guy than a power guy. We'll yeah, see. absolutely, absolutely. Especially with the new shift rules, I think this. I think he's he's going to be more, um, more of a slap hitter. I, I like he'll be he'll be a guy who gets on base. I think, but I I don't see him hitting like 30, 40 home runs, anything like that. But I think I think he's going to hit three hundred and drive in some guys. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, but I I just where's this team coming from? Like, no. what, like yeah. what, what, what about this team is going to be good? Like Casas, like you said, yeah. like, cool. Okay. We'll see, see, see what he's like and see what he's all about. And a young player is a first round pick. That's fine. Um, but like when you re- re- replacement for Xander Bogarts is essentially Justin Turner. Yeah, <laughs> like how does that like you know? And Justin Turner's had some nice moments in his career, but and that's he's, and, he's, and he's already hurt too. Justin Turner's yes, already got right. like back issues yeah. again, so it's like yeah. yeah. You know? So yeah, and add Alberto Mondesi, counting on him to stay healthy, like that's not going to work out. Never does. No, he's already hurt. So I, I don't know. I just don't see this being a team that's going to be all that good. Mm-hmm. Like bullpen. I, I, I don't see bullpen, and the bullpen should be decent. Kenley yeah. Jansen, okay, like yeah. we'll see how that goes. The bullpen um, should be decent. It should be decent. Well, Whether or not they'll be winning a lot of games, that's the well, see, that's where you. And I know so. just a bullpen guy, and if he doesn't work out, doesn't work out. But how, how? And I haven't watched a lot of them in the spring. How has Kenley Jansen been impacted by the pitch clock? Because he was not a guy that was exactly a speedy worker. No, <laughs> he was. Uh, yeah, he was. He was a slower guy for sure. That's true. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, they've got obviously some of their more significant guys, like Story and Mondesi, are on the uh, are are going to start the season on the IL. So that's you know that when they get those guys back, the lineup will look a little bit better. Then you know you get them in and you get like you know your Adam Duvalls and your Christian Arroyos out of the out of there, right? You know you'll yeah. Yeah, all of, a, all of a sudden, you know, won't be, you know, you'll look at the line, you know, like the Jays will be, if those guys get back in, you know, the, you know, the, the Jays will be playing the Red Sox on a, uh, on a Saturday afternoon, and you and I might sit there and be like, hey, you know, they got some names. They got some names that, that are doing stuff, especially if, like, Yoshida and Cassis are just, you know, hitting the ball a little bit, right? They'll, they'll, they'll be okay, yep. but this is a way under team. This is a way under team. This, this rotation is, is, it's bad. It's a it's a bad bad rotation and the the, the like <laughs> they're a team Cooper, where they need some health breaks to go their way to have a chance. Yeah, to have a chance to go over, not like, to have a chance to like, like win the division they, or anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're 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 counting on some health breaks. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, they're clearly they're clearly the fifth best team in this division. All right, which is still the best division in baseball. Um all right, the New York Yankees 83 and a half wins. Uh, they won 99 games last year. Um, Zips has them projected to win 99 again, which would be the over. I lean towards the 
under with this team. It, it's straight. The lineup is. Sorry, you said the line was and a half. Hold on a second. You said the line, the, the line is 83 and a half. That you must have been reading the no, line. No, sorry. 90, 93 and a half. 93 and a half. Sorry. If, okay. I, if I misspoke that, my bad. 93 and a half. I'm going to go under on, on that, I think. I, I mean, I I think the rotation is 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 great. And that's, I mean, they bring in Rondone, who's going to start the season maybe on the injured list. Uh, with, yeah. With the what do they get out of him, though? Because, like, this is a guy who does have unhealthy years from time to time. And, and yeah. they say, oh, yeah, we'll see how things are at the end of April. That's a question mark. That's a question mark. Well, I, I still like to ask uh, for yeah. several months. Yeah. So we'll see on them. Yeah. I mean, I still like I still like their um, – I, I still like their – I mean, they're – they're probably a stay away from me at the 93 and a half because I think that I, I, I think they're going to be right in and around that. Um, Cole's still going to have 200 plus strikeouts and do his thing. Uh, Nestor Cortez, I like as the as the, the crafty lefty. Uh, Luis Severino, if he wasn't hurt last year, probably would have you know had. Um, but he's another guy who struggles to stay healthy. But I mean, like their best case scenarios are if Rondon and Severino stay healthy, this is probably the best pitching rotation in baseball because you're talking about, um, or one of anyway, it's, it's top two or top three because you go Cole, Severino, Rondon into Cortez and then whatever the hell you get out of a uh, tremendous human being, Domingo Germain, Ugh, scumbag. Um, but man, the rotation once you get, or sorry, the lineup once you get past Judge is pretty scary and Judge is also a pretty massive uh regression candidate because you're asking Aaron Judge to do what he did last year and and I don't think I don't think he's going to be a schlub or anything like that but I'm I'm thinking he's going to be more of like a 45 50 home run guy as opposed to um setting a Yankees record like he did last year um so you're asking Judge to once again be the best player in baseball which you know is tough um they he wasn't going last year they didn't score a lot of runs so I think they'll be better like the non-judge players will be better than they were last year Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll 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 see how. Are we sure about that? Like Giancarlo Stanton and Josh Donaldson look like they might just be washed. They, yeah, and they're hitting that, four that, and five. That that I think is fair. Now I think Volpe is going to come in and be an actual player. That's short. Yeah. We'll see. See, uh, he's mm-hmm. uh, he's a top prospect. Uh, I like Torres. Rizzo will be fine. Maybe Trevino's not going to be as good. Yeah, this is a team you know, that Trevino had just kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, this is a team. This this is a team that had the has the money, and they do have the prospects as well to to go out and and, and okay. get people right to go and and get somebody. Um, the fact that they're like benching DJ LeMahieu though is kind of hilarious to me. Um, I'll tell you what you do with the Yankees: stay away from their season totals, and then just fade them game to game because their odds are going to be too high every single game this year. So. That's 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 what you do with the New York Yankees is is fade them from from game game to game, and I know betting on individual baseball games is a uh, that's a scary proposition, but it, it's just going to be the reality with the with the um, with the Yankees. You're going to be able to clip them in a few good spots just because uh, the odds will be so high because they're projected to win like a hundred games or something like that. So it's a great time to to pick on this this like bad Yankees lineup. There's going to be some great spots to to get after. Them. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, the team that every year 
somehow gets it done. <laughs> uh, 88 and a half wins. They won 86 games last year. 88 and a half is their win total. Uh, Zips has them projected to finish third in the division and finish at 86 and 76, same as last year. Um, I mean, Randy Rosarena is just so awesome. <laughs> I love Rosarena. I do, you know, they, they lose a few guys out of their lineup, but I'm not sure if it matters because whatever guys they bring up are just going to do the, the solid Tampa Bay Rays thing. Um, it, it's a classic uh, Tampa Bay Rays lineup with Diaz, Franco, Indoor, Rosarena, and then a bunch of guys who you don't necessarily know, but they're just going to take pitches and get on base. I, I, you know, the, the rotation is a little bit more flimsy than we're used to with them, but who are we to question them and their uh, magic rotation powers? Other than Shane McClanahan, it's kind of uh, a, a few question marks, but uh, their, their their bullpen last year was a friggin' buzzsaw, and I, I expect it uh, to be no different. Um, over 88 and a half. Craig, uh, I'm just going to trust Kevin Cash on this one. <laughs> Go raise over. What say you? I got to go under. Okay. Talk I, to me. The, the, I, I, I understand the thought process. Like, okay, they're the raise. They'll figure something out. Okay. But I just look at the team and I... We do this. No, we do it every year when we look at the names, yeah. and it's it's wildly uninspiring. It's wildly uninspiring, but they just freaking do it every year. They do it every year. I, I yeah, eighty eight's a little half, a little high though, isn't it? We're talking eighty because they're they're a mid eight, they're a mid eighty win team. That's what I'm thinking. It's 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 too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's, it's a little bit higher for the, but like, but man, I just so, I trust in, in cash and, and them to just do it, man. They just do it. So here, like the, I, I guess the the starting outfielders are going to be Margot, Jose Siri, who's obviously mostly a guy that's going to bring value on defense, mm-hmm. and you know, Rose Rain is obviously a nice player. But it just it just feels to me as though you're not going to get a ton of production from some of these positions. Like, what are we getting at third base with Itzak Paredes? What are we getting at first base? Like, you know, they're just, what are we getting offensively from the catchers? Mm-hmm. I don't. It's going to be a whole yeah, lot. Beth, yeah, Beth and Court's not exactly. Now that said, they will likely figure out a ton of stuff pitching wise. And the like, yeah. look, McClanahan, Rasmussen, Springs, like mm-hmm. that's good. That's yeah. good. But I don't know. I'm just I'm I, I I'm not sold. Like I'm not gonna do anything with it just because I I don't want to. Yeah. But uh, I don't I don't like it over. I just don't I just don't know if I trust the play. Like, the win eighty nine ball games a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, eighty nine eighty nine is a bit high. But like you know you look at the thing and like you know Glasnow's on the injured list again and. Uh, I think it's time we add that extra S into his last name, and it needs to be Tyler Glass now. It's uh, it's time. He's earned it, I think. Uh, but, man, if, if they got him back and he was pitching well, forget about it. This, you know, you go McClanahan and Erasmussen into, into Glass now? Mm, that's – but, I mean, they'll probably – honestly, they'll probably lose Glass now for the entire season, and it won't friggin' matter. They'll just like, – like the guy they got from Philly will just – 
have like 180 strikeouts or something. It'll, it'll just it'll just be gross. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of 88 and a half is a lot for this particular team, but I just weirdly trust Kevin Cash to just do it. So I might I might go raise over. Um, I'm mental though. Um, all right, two teams left. Uh, first up, one of the surprise teams from last year. Were they projected to have like 68 wins or something last year, Craig? And they they flew over that over total uh, with the 83. Uh, 76 and a half for this Baltimore team. Um, this is a pretty I'm easy over, over for, for me. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. easy over for me. Absolutely. Like, if you want to say, oh, they're not going to have this or this or this go as well as last year, we can talk about that. They don't yeah. have to be as good as last year for this bet to pay. That's okay. No, and they have sure a whole year no. Adley Rutschman this time. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I mean, I yeah. really like this lineup. I really, really like this lineup. And, you know, the rotation, I think, is – I th- I think it's going to be decent. I think they're, I think it's going to be way decent. I like uh, – I, I, I like, uh, you know, Cole Irvin was they, – they get from – Oakland. I mean, maybe that's a little bit scary because Irvin's kind of one of their. He had a he had a great seat. He was. Oh, Oakland does that every year where the fourth or fifth guy in their rotation pitches like a, like a like a two or three guy, and then he leaves Oakland, and then so that one might be a little bit scary. But I, know, I'm worried about the rotation too. But if if it's yeah. a very good offense, which I think has a chance to be, yeah. can they not win 77, 78, absolutely seventy nine or ball games? Yeah, absolutely. even if the rotation's not great. And, and they, they have, have a some good, good bullpen too. They have yeah, they had a very solid bullpen last year, and I don't expect them to regress because it wasn't like they weren't lights out last year, but they were just damn good and solid. And I, I, I like what they I like what they're bringing to the table. I, I this is a this is a flyby over for me as the Orioles. Yeah, yeah, and I know they're in a tough division, but they grinded it out in this division last year, and I I, I expect them to do I expect them to do the the exact same thing this year. So uh, the Orioles is an absolute over for me. All right, here we go. Last, but certainly not least, uh, last in the thing, but number one in our hearts, uh, the your Toronto Blue Jays, who are projected for 91.5 wins. Uh, they finished at 92 wins, so they barely beat the over on that one last year. Uh, obviously made the wild card and kind of horribly sillied themselves in that Seattle game that we mentioned earlier. Um, Zips has to projected at the exact same spot, second in the division behind the Yankees, 92-70 and 70 for the second straight year. Um, they're stay away from me, Craig. They're stay away from me at the 90. You're it's asking, high. Asking, asking this team to win 92 games with the with the volatile back end of this rotation is is a bit much for me. I'm, I'm worried about the back end of the rotation and the back end of the lineup for me to commit to 92 wins with this baseball team. I'm okay with the back end of the lineup. Like, what position do okay. you think they're going to be below, below average offensively at this season? Yeah, I mean, I guess we've got Chapman hitting seventh, right? Center, I say we, like, I say we yeah, like I'm yeah. on the team. <laughs> like, yeah, so Chapman's going to be hitting down there. But so center yeah. field, uh, they're probably going to be below average offensively from that spot. Yeah, assuming but the defense should from, make up for it that we and and, yeah. and Springer plays right field most of the time. The defense, yeah. like you said, make up for it. Yeah, but they're gonna be they're gonna have an above average hitter at nearly like second base, maybe right around average ish, uh, with good defense though. Um, at every other spot, catcher well above average, first base well above average, shortstop well above average, third, left field, right field. You know what I mean? Like they they should yeah. be okay there and. 
if they're if they're smart about when they're giving Belt his time in the lineup and who they're giving days off and whatnot, I think that Belt's gonna have a very good season if they just like let him hit against righties only and and you know don't have him play every single day. I think they're gonna be in a good spot and you let have him come in as a, a late inning uh, defensive substitution if that's something you want to do. Uh, if if Guerrero happens to have DH some that day, like there's there's a bunch of different stuff you can make happen. They will be better defensively. They they lose to players who were let's be honest not good defenders. In fact, in the case of Guriel, outright bad defensively. Um, and replace them with two players who are elite defenders. That helps. They may not score as many runs, uh, but they should still be okay that way. So how much does making the defense elite change how you feel about the pitching staff is, is a question that I've got for you. Because you look at, there were some starts last year where some bad plays in the outfield cost some guys a bunch of runs. That you think is going to be less likely to happen now. So... I, you know, I, I look at Gosman and Manoa, I think are going to be more than fine. I think Bass is going to be a fine number three. I think if one of Kikuchi or Barrios is better than this past year, they should be okay. In the spring, Kikuchi looks fine, I guess. Not great, but fine. Barrios does not look good at all. No, um, trash. And he was trying. So, did, didn't he pitch at like one inning in the in he the pitched WBC before and Rico got, and it was ugly. It was. But it was ugly. a disaster. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see. Um, but if if Barrios winds up being your fifth best guy, that probably should be okay. Uh, and then now something you have in July, hypothetically, is Hanjin Ryu coming back. Now we'll see if, what if anything he can provide. But you have that waiting for you. You have the like the bullpen's going to be better, right? Full season of Bass. You go get Swanson. Maybe you have Nate Pearson out there. The bullpen's got to be better, right? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we were missing. And then we'll some see guys what we'll see year, what yeah. happens with Chad Green. Obviously, he comes in late in the year. We'll see yeah. what he's able to do and what he's able to provide. But Chad Green, like if if. If, if previous versions of Chad Green are available here after he gets healthy, that's one hell of a pitching, pitcher to add to this bullpen. So, mm-hmm. I think they're we okay. Got the Nate, we've, we've always got the Nathan Peterson dart throw on this team. And, I mean, uh, Hun, Hunjin Ryu is going to factor in at some point to this lineup, isn't he? I think you have to chalk him up for getting zero out of him. But there's a chance that he comes in and he's your fifth guy and he's pretty good. Like that, yeah. that possibility exists. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, Bar- Barrios I, I think, and Kikuchi. Is, yeah. Yeah. But isn't this overall better than last year's team? Because I think Barrios it, yeah. was bad last year, and yeah. Kikuchi was bad last year, and they won 92 ball games. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I'm just worried about, like, uh, yeah, I'm worried. And then Chris Bassett, I guess, just has to be solid. I mean, he's got, if he can sort of replicate what. Rostra. I just, I just think it has to be a slightly better version than of Ross Stripling. Of Ross Stripling, right? Yeah, it's, it's what would that. make the difference. I just think they're they're projected. They got to hit ninety two wins in, in order to hit the over. It's what they got last year. It's what Zips has them projected again to do. But it's just that 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 I think the I stare at the names Bassett, Barrios, and Kikuchi. And I think to myself, that is too volatile of a of set of names for me to put money on on an over. That, that's what I think. Um, and I think if you're looking for a bet, 
um this year i think you want to with the blue jays i think you just bet uh vladimir guerrero home run numbers all over the place would you rather have bassett or ross stripling right now uh i mean probably chris bassett for sure i mean because stripling did it one year with the blue jays in you know so yeah chris bassett so here are the the fangraphs war totals for bassett over the last four seasons Okay. 2.7, 3.3, 1.3. No, that was the 2020 season, so we only started how many, 11 games. Yeah. 2.1. Like, that's, yeah. you know, like if if he's that, if yeah. he's roughly somewhere in the high twos or low threes as far as wins above replacement, mm-hmm. like that's fine. Maybe you talk about perhaps some regression from Manoa. Maybe he's not going to be as great as he was last year. And of course, he I don't, got, I don't necessarily like, think that's true. I think that, I think Manoa and Gaussman are, are like, uh, I think the sky's the limit for Manoa. I don't, I don't want to jinx yeah, or anything I, here, I, but I, I like I, now, I, does I, he, I, I, is he as crazy with the quality yeah. starts as he had? Like, is he as solid with the quality starts as he had last year, uh, last year? Um, I mean, history would suggest no, because what he did last year was was you know like some all time stuff. But I mean, maybe it is. But I think that I think this this rotation sans those three guys. I think the top two guys, those are two two hundred strikeout guys, right? Yeah, I think that they're going to be really good. Um, yeah. So I'm saying if, if you if you factor in a little bit of regression for one of them, maybe both of them, you need four and five to be better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if you need Jose Barrios to be. Good. You just need him to be better yeah. than last year's disaster. Yeah. Can he eat innings and not be a disaster? It is is basically his goal for for this season, right? Yeah. That would be it. Yeah. Um. So what what are you saying on the on the over uh, ninety one and a half? What's your official projection for the? I'm I'm going season? over. Interesting. Okay. I'm going over. I'll 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 be the I'll be the bummer party pooper guy in this, and I'll say under and just say that I don't trust that. Uh, Barrios Kikuchi uh, uh, thing, and and could this team go get a pitcher? Like, I mean, would you? Would is there a third guy to be had? Maybe like, is this the team that would trade? Like, let's say Bassett is decent but not great. Would you go out and get a third guy to move one of Barrios and Kikuchi out of the lineup? I think you have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and have a potential we'll third guy for available. Yeah. They're they're deep they're, and and this team is pretty they're pretty deep and then the bullpen should be at, you know they still they've got um, I, I worried I, I would say I'm somewhat worried about uh, <laughs> Jordan Romano uh, workload wise after last year but you know they got him uh, Garcia Simber hopefully a full year of good Anthony Bass and yeah there's some there's some stuff there and then you you mentioned uh, Chad Green who they signed as a free agent who hopefully is uh, back in time. Uh, but he'll be a year removed from Tommy John, so here's hoping that Yeah, that we'll see. But, it, I mean, so it, and they're deep, of, too. And this is, yeah, this is a lineup where guys have been hurt and been in a lineup for, you know, like, like uh, for weeks at a time. But they've got guys that can, can step up and, and be ready, right? Like, they're – this is a deep lineup. This is a very deep lineup. I mean, they, yeah, they, they got veterans like Chad. They got solid veterans like Chad. Like, the, the, the only dead spot is the nine hole where Kiermaier is going to be hitting a lot of the time, right? That's that's about it. 
And Kiermaier's the fact that like you'll take Kiermaier hitting ninth for him to shift George Springer over to right field, right, and get him out of center, basically where uh, where he, he'll hopefully get hurt less. So yeah, that's and, it. And here's the thing with with, with Kiermaier. Like obviously he's not going to be as good an offensive player as as Lourdes Gurriel was, or a variety of other guys that could have hypothetically signed to be in the outfield. That I think is very Sure. All right. So that if you if you oh, start sorry. him, sorry, just to, just to finish my thought, if Hell you yeah. start him and you just let him hit against um, right-handed pitching, or uh, yeah, against right-handed pitching, and you rest him on the days and not put Varsho on, so whatever it's you want to do, um, and then you have him as a defensive replacement, obviously. I feel as though he's a guy that can have a pretty productive season. And we've seen him in the past, you know, be a, ma- a roughly major league average hitter. It's been a little bit since that's happened. But the, the man has done it before. Uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say it's been a little bit. He did it over 122 games in 2021. He was uh, roughly slightly above average major league hitters. OPS plus was 102. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's possible. We'll see. But he can be... Kevin Kiermaier from last year at the plate and have an OPS plus of 89 and still be a pretty helpful guy from the perspective of, you know, making sure people get out when they hit the ball in the center field. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that is it for this one. Um, let's give out a couple of, uh, we gave out a, at the end of the NL pod, we gave out a couple of our lock win totals for the season. Uh, I got three here that I feel pretty strongly about for the AL. Um, uh, number one for me is Tigers under 69 and a half wins. I feel very strongly. I'm with that. that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm uh there. Do you have, yep. Do you have another one that you would, uh, like to, uh, yeah, I like the twins over. Okay. Twins and I like over. the Baltimore. Over. Yes. Yeah. I have the Orioles written down as well. I have the, the Orioles, uh, over 76 and a half. Uh, and then you like the twins. To go over 83 and a half. I really like that one. Um, one other one I would suggest is I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in the the nose holding athletics over 60 and a half. I think that that's I can't do it. I can't. I, I cannot bring I gotta myself do to it. care about the results that baseball team puts up. Can't do just it. Just don't. Just don't watch the athletic. And here's the beauty: we're East Coasters, Craig. You don't even have to watch. Oakland games don't start till after I'm asleep. I'll wake up in the morning, check the score, be, and I'll either go, "Hey, they won," or go, "Oh, they yeah. lost again," and I'll and I'll move on with my life. Do I want to wake right? up in the morning? <laughs> And look at my phone <laughs> and be in a bad mood because the first thing I noticed was. Yeah. No, no, like I mean, it's it's gonna be. You're gonna have to. You, here's the thing: they're gonna win that bet. They're, they're gonna go over, and I'm still gonna have to do that uh, ninety some odd times, I would imagine. <laughs> so <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so that that's the beauty. They don't even have to watch the athletic games because we're East Coasters. So that's that, that's the beauty of that one. Uh, so that's it for uh, this one. Crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, and pretty much any other podcatcher that you happen uh, to be out there. And if we're not, hit us up and let us know, and we'll get us on there. Uh, please leave us a review on 
any of those because uh, it uh, goes a decent way to helping uh, boost numbers and whatnot. Uh, and as always, you don't have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. That is it for uh, this week, and I'll be back next week talking WrestleMania, Craig, because uh, the big one is happening uh, not this weekend, but uh, the weekend after. And we got uh, something very big that pertains to this pod. Here's the thing. There's about a zillion... Uh, wrestling podcasts out there, and that's fine. But I do firmly believe that uh, I have been that this podcast is the most preeminent uh, gambling uh, uh, wrestling gambling podcast uh, out there. And uh, now they're talking about uh, putting uh, gambling. You know, they're, they're, the WWE is doing their best to get a piece of this gambling thing, and. Uh, um, Make Which, betting on that the WWE like legal. That has nothing but positive outcomes. I well, here's what thing ever happened. Fair, anymore. fair. But here's here's what I think they're gonna do. I think it's gonna be less. Um, I think it's gonna be less. Who wins and who loses, for obvious reasons, Craig. And I think it's gonna be more like prop betting on the Super Bowl, where it's gonna be like. How like many how times long this match or whatever? How long is this match? How long does you know? How many kickouts are there in this match? Over under two and a half. Uh, how many you know? Like uh, how many times will somebody go over the top rope or whatever? Or you know, like bit, bits and pieces like that. And and I'm you know I'm and again as always at, 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 like gambling on wrestling has been around for a while on offshore silly sites and whatnot, and they cap the limit and. They can do that, and they'll do the same thing and just cap it and all that. Yeah, but like I said, I think it'll be more like like Super Bowl prop bet style uh, WWE matches, which will be pretty fun, I think. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, thank you, Craig, for uh, coming on this podcast. As always, take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Yeah.